comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Here comes the money. Welcome to Going Over Bet Pro Wrestling Podcast, the world's number one professional wrestling betting podcast in the universe. I'm Vintown. This is the Scotsman. Scotsman, how you doing? Not too bad. Counting the days till WrestleMania, the big two-day show that we've all been waiting for. So excited. So excited. Yeah, last time out we covered uh, the first half of our biggest WrestleMania upsets of all time. Part two is still coming, but with the word on the street being that WrestleMania is already been recorded, we figured we better get these tips out there now, just in case some spoilers come down the road for us. There's only one sports book that's actually off on the odds on it, which is Bet Online. Now, there's actually a very good reason for that, which is that the gambling commission in the UK don't allow betting on pre-recorded events. So all the sports books, 888, William Hill, Sky Sports, or Sky Bet, etc., etc., they all had to pull the odds down as soon as it was recorded. But Bet Online, the only place you can bet WrestleMania 36. Yeah, and if you're interested in doing so, head to our website, betwrestlingpodcast.com. There you'll find links as well as a code for a deposit bonus. Uh, the other sports book listed is 888. And while you can't bet WrestleMania matches there, they have a variety of prop bets up, such as match order, who's in the main event, who will end the night, and the, what the final match is, etc. And they will most likely be adding more prop bets. So bet online 888. That's where you go for your wrestling betting by going to betwrestlingpodcast.com. Okay, well, we don't have any uh, previous events to cover, uh, so we're going to get right into it. It's a big event, a lot of matches. Of course, one match that we won't be covering is Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Why is that, Scotsman? I don't know why we're not covering it. I mean, I watch SmackDown. It's still advertised. I was on WWE.com this morning. It's still listed. I watched Triple H interview with ESPN where he was directly asked, hey, is Roman Reigns out of WrestleMania? And he didn't answer it saying yes. So as far as I know, it's still on. And I'm going to bet all my money on Roman Reigns to win. Unfortunately, there's no odds on it, though. There's a lot of rumors that Braun Strowman is replacing Roman or that Roman Reigns refused to work to the event uh, based on coronavirus concerns. So we're just going to move past that and get to the real main event, which is Aleister Black. Minus 475, taking on Bobby Lashley at plus 300. What's going on with this match, Scott? I don't really know. I mean, there's really no betting opportunity for this one. It's uh, Alistair Black in his entire WWE career has only lost one singles match, which was against AJ Styles. Can you see Lashley winning? I mean, in the sense that Vince likes those big, muscular guys, you could justify it, but... He really doesn't book Lashley that way ever, you know? Like, Lashley, even um, since returning, has been kind of treated badly. So, I can't see betting Lashley despite the odds. Not much here. Uh, Alistair Black, it was supposed to be between him and Drew McIntyre for this main event. So, I can't imagine him losing to Bobby Lashley here. Uh, Moving on, one of the most anticipated matches of the show has to be Edge taking on Randy Orton. Edge's first time in the ring, in a singles match in, what has it been now, eight years, nine years? It's been a long time, yeah. Uh, Edge is a huge favorite here at minus 350. 
Randy Orton plus 225. I mean, I looked through the odds this morning, um, the historic odds for Randy Orton, and I just can't make an argument for him. People like, I've said it before, wrestlers like Charlotte and The Miz, you can look at and bet when they're underdogs. Randy Orton, that's not the case. When he's the underdog, he very rarely wins. He usually loses. He's someone that can take a loss. It's one of those things where I could almost argue reasons as to why Randy Orton could win, because everyone's expecting Edge to win. And we know that when someone's expected to win strongly, that can push Vince McMahon the other way. So if Randy Orton does win, I wouldn't be shocked, but I really can't bring myself to bet that one at all or tip it in any way. Yeah, there is an interesting story to be told that Edge making his return to the ring and he doesn't quite have what it takes in his return, but that's not a story that WWE tells. People come back from long layoffs all the time and just pick it up like they never left. I think the most likely booking for this one is... The RKO is a very protective move. So you have Orton hit the RKO out of nowhere and Edge kicks out and then he takes a win. And to be honest, just saying it out loud, I have goosebumps because that's a awesome spot for the match. So let's hope that happens. Okay, uh, next we have Elias taking on King Corbin. This match was set up when King Corbin murdered Elias on this past week's Smackdown I don't know if you saw that oh I I saw that that was that was something why is ESPN asking about Roman Reigns to Triple H why aren't they asking about the status of Elias he was destroyed he was killed on Smackdown based on the whole Lion King deal based on that this match is basically a pick Elias minus 120 King Corbin minus 120 how could you not bet for King Corbin Elias is dead that, that's a very good point. I um, I mean, I used to love Elias. The, the, the gimmick was awesome. I owned a t-shirt, you know, and um, all that. But he sucks in the ring. WWE loves King Corbin. This is my first bet of the card. Three units on King Corbin to win. Because, as they say, the, the problem with some wrestlers, the bell has to ring at some point, and that's what happens with Elias. Corbin is one of the main heels. Elias isn't getting elevated here. Three, I'm going with three units on Baron Corbin as my first bet. Um, I'm also with you. Two units on Baron Corbin for me. You know, it's WrestleMania. You're going to get heels winning. And this is a great place for it. No one's going to be shocked that Elias loses. It honestly seems the most likely thing to happen to me. Yeah, he's someone that can take a loss because he still has that gimmick outside the ring. So... He is someone who wins and losses really don't matter. For sure. Up next, we have a six-pack challenge for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Bailey is the champion, but she comes in here at plus 125. Sasha Banks, prohibitive favorite at even money, plus 100. Uh, Lacey Evans, plus 400. Naomi, plus 650. And Tamina, did you know Tamina was still employed at plus 3,300? Fun fact, plus 3,300, that was Zack Ryder's odds to win that ladder match at WrestleMania, and he did so. So maybe Tamina is the female version of Zack Ryder. In saying that, I think Naomi is going to steal this one. She's a plus 650 underdog, but she's been quietly winning since returning. She beat Bailey on SmackDown recently, and she also beat Carmella. So I actually think Naomi could 
sneak this one. I'm going to do with one unit on Naomi at plus 650 odds. For me, I don't see that. Uh, WWE has dropped the ball with Naomi time and time again. Uh, and they love their four horsewomen. The Sasha Banks and Bailey friendship has been going on a little too long for their taste. It's time to break them up. Sasha Banks, I think, could steal the title here and move this story to the next level where Sasha Banks and Bailey are on opposite sides once again. Uh, so I'll just do two units on Sasha Banks plus 100. Yeah, she's the reason. Uh, there's a reason that she's the favorite, so I don't hate that bet at all. Uh, moving on, we have another women's championship match, the Raw Women's Championship match. This is rumored to be a main event of one of the two nights, but we're not really sure at this point. Uh, Shayna Baszler is the challenger. She comes in at minus 170, taking on Becky Lynch at plus 130. Well, Shayna was booked very strongly at Elimination Chamber. That's what I suggested they should do, and I bet money on her last and long on Asuka, and that's what happened. So they made her dominant, they made her look strong. I think they have to do similar here. I also think there was a story recently that Ronda Rousey was at WWE HQ, Titan Towers. And my guess based on that is she's coming back against Shayna Baszler. So I think Shayna completely destroys Becky Lynch here, looks really strong, and then Ronda comes out. Well, maybe Ronda would have came out, original plan. I don't know if she would now, but I could see them leaving there. Either way, I'm going to do two units on Shayna Baszler to win. Okay, I, I'm, against, I'm against you here. The WWE has shown that they don't, despite Elimination Chamber, they haven't fully got behind Shayna Baszler. And Becky Lynch is still a star. Another WrestleMania win would be big for her. Uh, I'm going one unit on Becky Lynch at plus 130. Very real, we opposed, so that'll be, that'll be an interesting one. Okay, next up, the Firefly Funhouse match. I'm talking about The Fiend bringing John Cena to his playground. The Fiend is minus 500 against the biggest WWE superstar turned actor there ever was, John Cena, who's plus 300. What do you think about this one? I mean, you've got The Fiend. Someone who WWE have been pushing very strong and he's one of the most well-built superstars. He's going against some random returning legend. WWE would never have their well-built superstar lose to some random returning legend. Oh, wait. They already did against Goldberg. In my opinion, they killed The Fiend already. It's WrestleMania. It's a pretty messed up time. What better than for... John Cena to win, you know, something to give people hope and put smiles on little kids' faces. I think there's enough reasons to bet John Cena here plus 300. I'm actually going to go with one unit on John Cena to win and destroy The Fiend even more than he already has been. Yeah, we often say that you shouldn't bet with your heart. You should bet with logic. But I'm betting with my heart here. I'm going one unit on John Cena plus 300. I mean, this Fiend deal needs to end. John Cena, forever. The forever part's a bit strong, but yes, Cena should take this one. When they say at the beginning of the show, then, now, forever, they're talking about John Cena forever. Mm -hmm. I'll take you a for it. The Fiend isn't then or now. (laughs) He's the future, or he was the future until they dropped him out of Goldberg in two bloody minutes. 
One of the more unique matches on the card is the NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, taking on Charlotte Flair. Rhea Ripley, a minus 175 favorite against Charlotte Flair at plus 135. It's a tough one because do we go with the Charlotte rule here? I've said it before on the podcast, that and Charlotte is usually the way to go. Can you really see Charlotte, the hero of WWE, slumming it on NXT that no one's watching because they're too busy watching the superior show AEW Dynamite, TNT, 8pm EST? However, knowing Charlotte, she'll be able to break barriers and be a multi-brand participant. It's the way she is. It actually, Charlotte winning a title here is something that I think would be really good for NXT and it makes sense from a business standpoint. They do need a boost in the ratings. If you look at the numbers, she adds about 30,000, 40,000 people when she's advertised. So I actually think it would be a very smart business move. And that's where I think, yes, Charlotte will win. I'm actually going to risk two units on Charlotte. One, because it's a smart business decision. And the other unit, because it's Charlotte Flair, baby. Just ask Asuka how that worked out going up against Charlotte at WrestleMania a few years ago. Uh, I'm right here with you. This reminds me of like a the NWA title in the 80s where Ric Flair would go to Japan and lose to, you know, Antonio Inoki or whoever. Lose the NWA title in Japan and then they'd have a match in America and he'd win it back and they would just pretend it never happened. This seems like that type of situation. Charlotte Flair, WrestleMania is her home turf. You know, let her win, give Rhea Ripley the shine, and then... Come back at a takeover down the road. Rhea Ripley gets her win back. Everybody's happy. I'm going two units on Charlotte Flair as well. Yeah, it really does make sense on all standpoints because they can actually book a rematch, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, on NXT TV. And you know that will do really well in the ratings. So it's a very smart position. I would say this is probably one of the best bets you can make on this show. Another match we have is Kevin Owens taking on Seth Rollins. These guys have been feuding forever. This is another match where I'm not sure if it's even happening. I've seen rumors about Kevin Owens not wanting to perform in this situation going on in the world right now. So I don't know if this match is even real. But as it is, Kevin Owens is minus 180 taking on Seth Rollins plus 140. What do you think about this one? I'm a little bit biased in the sense that I'm not a fan of Owens at all at the moment. His whole using the stunner deal has really put me off him. It just comes across, I don't know, it just loses the authenticity of that character. And everything you said about him possibly not working the show, if he is talked into it, I could see him losing just because he protested because that's how it goes. Anyway, from a wrestling standpoint, the Seth Rollins character after the gimmick change and the whole Monday Night Messiah thing has seemed to come off really well. And I think Seth Rollins will take the win here. I will do one unit on Seth Rollins and Monday Night Messiah. We'll get to the main event later, uh, Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar, but let's just say Drew McIntyre does win that match. Who would be a better first opponent for him than Seth Rollins? A real asshole. People hate him. And Kevin Owens, he's like uh, getting to be the point of WWE's Tommy Dreamer. Like, you, people always cheer for him. They always want him to win. But he doesn't, and it's fine, and he doesn't lose a bit for it. So I got to agree, Seth Rollins plus 140 is a strong play. I'm going to go one unit on it as well. We got the 
Boneyard match. What's a Boneyard match? Nobody knows. Uh, but it's The Undertaker at minus 400, taking on AJ Styles, plus 250. This match will be filmed like a movie. Nobody knows what it is or where it is, but it's definitely a match. So, Undertaker and AJ Styles, what do you think about this one? Based on the way AJ Styles has been booked, on paper, him winning is the most logical collusion. Plus, I watched that Tiger video that was advertised on the Babyface Bullies podcast. That was one of the one of the worst atrocities I've ever seen in my life. Undertaker should just be jobbed the hell out, and then they should bring back OVW and send him packing to there. That's how bad that friggin' Tiger video was. Like I said, logical standpoint, AJ Styles wins here based on old school wrestling booking. I can't bet against the Undertaker on this one though, because it seems like AJ's almost pissed Vince off at some point because he's been mishandled in such a bad way this past little while so no bet from me undertaker probably wins yeah no bet from me either if this show had any other name i would probably go with aj styles but since it's wrestlemania and you got that whole undertaker mystique of wrestlemania i'm just not messing with it i know there's a few more matches on the card but the only other match that we have betting odds on is drew mcintyre at minus 350, challenging Brock Lesnar for the WWE title. Brock is plus 225 as the champion. This is one where you just really have to look at it from the standpoint, okay, Brock's underdog, plus 225. Is there enough reasons to bet on Brock Lesnar to win? And I think that is. Um, first of all, the odds are always good. It's Brock Lesnar. We all know how much they love him. Vince will want to keep the status quo here as well. So, you know, I can't see a big change. Drew McIntyre winning the title would be wasted here. If they want a feel-good moment to end the show or anything like that, I think there's a lot better opportunities from other matches, such as the John Cena match, as opposed to this one. I think Brock Lesnar is worth betting. It's not one that I would hang my hat on, to a degree, but I will go with one unit on Brock Lesnar to win and retain the WWE Championship. Uh, once again, we are in agreement. I also think Brock Lesnar is a good bet here. If this show was in front of a crowd, I would be all about Drew McIntyre, but are you really going to have his crowning moment be in the performance center in front of absolutely nobody? That's a, that's a weird move. Plus, there's been a recent trend in WWE shows at SummerSlam, Survivor Series, where an anticipated match like this has ended in a DQ. Now, I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it could be something smart to do to set up the future between these two when they can actually wrestle in front of people. I'm going two units on Brock Lesnar, plus 225. All right, now that's all the matches that that is betting odds for. However, there is a few prop bets available. Vin, you want to run over them real quick? Will President Trump tweet about WrestleMania? No, minus 1,500. Yes, plus 600. No, he's too busy saving the world from the virus. He will not be tweeting about WrestleMania. Will Gronk become... Intercontinental or U.S. champ? No, minus 400. Yes, plus 250. I'm not one for bridge jumper bets, but minus 400 on that one's actually very tempting. And saying that, it's a very weird prop bet that they threw up, and we know how WWE feels with titles and so on. So 
I think no is an easy bet, but I would be able to live with myself if I bet that one and he won, you know, the belt. So no bet for me, but if you like certain bets at uh, risky odds, no minus 400 is probably the way to go. Following up on that, will Gronk become WWE or Universal Champion? Yes is plus 600. Wow, that's an incredible value. I kind of want that to happen now. You know, like Drew McIntyre can't beat Brock, but he tires him out just enough that Gronk comes in and wins. I will reluctantly not bet on Gronk to become the Universal Champion. UK and abroad listeners do want to bet. There is the match order, the air dates, all that is over at 888 Sport. Check out Bet Wrestling Podcast if you'd like to bet any of those, as well as the complete odds and links to all the sports books that accept pro wrestling bets. And so let's run through our bets real quick. I'll do mine. Three units on Baron Corbin to beat Elias. One unit on Naomi to win the whatever title is. Two units on Shayna Baszler to defeat Becky Lynch. One unit on Brock Lesnar. Two units on Charlotte. One unit on Seth Rollins. One unit on... John Cena. That's a lot of bets considering the cards predetermined and the sports books probably laughing all the way to the bank knowing that they can put up any ridiculous odds because they probably know the results, but it is what it is. Well, with 16 matches over two days, it's easy to have a lot of a lot of picks. I also took King Corbin. In the women's six-pack match, I took Sasha Banks. Uh, I went against Scotsman again, and I took Becky Lynch. Uh, we agreed on John Cena, Charlotte Flair, Seth Rollins, and Brock Lesnar. So We're either going to come off really smart or really, really stupid after this one. Yeah, if you want to go with lower units on this one, I would not blame you just because of the pre-recorded nature of the event. But we don't know anything, and we have to assume that they don't either. WWE has been pretty tight-lipped with this. Yeah, this is a very unique event, so it's kind of a unique, not part of the usual betting tip style podcast deal, but we're covering it anyway because it's that or betting on table tennis, esports, and eNASCAR. So I'll take fake, predetermined, pre recorded wrestling over eNASCAR any day of the week. Amen to that. So that's it for the podcast this week. Again, check out betwrestlingpodcast.com. For all the odds, I also have another podcast, the Babyface Bullies Podcast. And hey, everyone, instead of watching WrestleMania for two nights, watch Wrestle Kingdom instead. It was a much better show. We'll be back with results as well as the greatest upsets in WrestleMania history. Uh, Thanks for listening. Bang, bang. Good night. Kenny Omega. What the hell does he say? I don't even know.
one thing and one thing only, and that's to be a law enforcement officer. Treat other people like you'd want to be treated. Try to walk the straight and narrow, because that's the only way you're going to survive in this life. Who will survive? Well, no one improved, pump it up, just jump. 